Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. No toll ahead. Well... Sort of. Drivers are going to pass under these gantries to pay their tolls. We're eliminating a bottleneck here that, that's plagued the, the, the region for over 80 years. For the town of Amherst, you know, this unlocks some opportunity um, in terms of economic development in the southeast corner, where right now the biggest hindrance to economic development has been lack of access um, to, you know, a well-performing traffic network. I'm Tim Wenger. On the podcast... All about cashless tolling, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. So back in August, we got word the Grand Island tolls would be coming down. While the tolls won't go away, the toll barriers, the structures will. In favor of a cashless tolling that allows motorists to pass freely beneath the gantries and allows Easy Pass to bill them, or an image of their license plate is taken and an invoice is sent. It's all set to begin March 29th. Matt Driscoll heads up the New York State Thruway Authority. Since the announcement in August, crews have installed two overhead gantries on the Niagara Thruway, one northbound at the South Bridge, and of course one southbound at the North Bridge. Drivers are going to pass under these gantries to pay their tolls. Construction work to date has also included the installation of concrete slabs that serve as the driving surface at the cashless toll locations, as well as two additional secure structures which are going to house the equipment that's going to operate this state-of-the-art technology. Overnight testing of the system will take place ahead of the March 29th activation date. Once cashless tolling on Grand Island becomes operational, the Thruway Authority will begin removing the toll barriers at the north and south Grand Island bridges in a couple phases, which will, will result in altered traffic patterns, as you can see here. They're illustrated on the board. And we're doing that because while they're altered, we will be removing the toll booths. So that'll take just a little bit of time, but ultimately they will all be removed. I think this is a I think this is a great opportunity for a, a government function to catch up with the times in terms of process efficiency. Brian Michelle with Western New York for Grand Island Toll Barrier Removal. He talks about it with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski. Uh, we live in a cashless society where folks carry bank cards and pay bills automatically online. Uh, I think this is just a, an instance where we we have one of the one of the last things that we. One of the last things that we carry out manually, finally catching up with today, folks are going to be able to drive through the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, drive through the tolls at speed. And when I say tolls, I should I mean the the overhead gantries that uh will not obstruct traffic in the least. They'll get a bill at the end of the month. They'll have thirty days to pay. And it's you know we're we're, elim we're eliminating a bottleneck here that that's plagued the, the the region for over eighty years. 
Hey, in your opinion, that's because uh, there's a couple things at work here. That relieving of some traffic on the Grand Island Bridge, that to you is a, it's a good payoff for maybe the uh, now added uh, stress of having an extra bill at the end of the month. Well, Brian, what's what's worse? What seems worse to you, paying a bill thirty times a month or once a month? I, I think it's I think it's a good trade off, and it's it's an opportunity for the state of New York to catch up with what all the other states in the union are doing. Uh, Massachusetts has been the, the state that we've actually modeled this effort after, and they've seen great success with that. What about the chance of mistakes, errors, in catching license plates? And, you know, there's the different reasons, maybe weather or, you know, paint is coming off a lot of these plates that are around here. What do you think about that? Uh, that, that's an entirely different issue with the with the uh, the decri- the awful license plates that we have. There's actually a system out there with through New York where you can get your license plate replaced if the vinyl peels off of it, as about half of the, the plates today seem to be doing. But the system is designed to be to to be twofold. If you have Easy Pass, there's there's scanners that that'll catch that. However, if you if you don't have that, they'll they'll try to catch your uh, your license plate. Um, I I don't I don't know what happens if they don't if they're unable to read your license plate and you don't have Easy Pass. Maybe, maybe you get a free pass that day. Hey, no one will be complaining about that. Uh, the one big question everyone has up is it's obviously going to save time stopping at the tolls, but you're still looking at a little bit of a bottleneck going from uh, many lanes to just the two lanes on the bridge. Uh, do you think that will be an issue at all? Well, initially, I'm sure folks will have have to get used to the change in traffic pattern. Uh, the Thruway Authority released a, they're, they're doing a, a three-phase program where we're going to go from six lanes to three lanes. Uh, the three lanes that are open, of course, traffic will progress through those, while the other, th- the other three lanes You'll, the drivers will have the pleasure of watching the toll barriers get get torn down. Uh, and phase one, they're going to do the they're going to do the lanes on the left the left side. Phase two will do the ones on the right side. And phase three, those six lanes will ultimately become uh, two two lanes on the northern side of the island, and just three lanes on the southern side of the island so you will still have a, a, mer- a merging lane that goes up very near to where the tolls the tolls used to be well you know brian what about getting the tolls completely removed wasn't that the ultimate goal at one point well the name of the group i think started it all it was western new york for grand island toll barrier removal uh you know the simple fact is we you know, this is a group of this was a group of of activists that we didn't have legal representation. We didn't do any fundraising. You know, let's be honest here. We're, we're never going to be able to browbeat New York State out of twenty million dollars in revenue a year. But at least we could get them to. T- at least we could get them to take our money in this in a way that's uh, that's efficient and it makes it makes sense. So to bring change to business as usual. After eight, eight, 80 years, I, I see that as progress, and frankly, I think we—I I do believe we—we we should go farther with this. Uh, you know, today we have 
an opportunity for progress, but let's let's see how it goes. If if it's not if it's not working, then we go back to the picket lines and continue to pre- pressure Albany. So now attention turns to the other tolls along the thruway. There's an effort afoot to remove all of the barriers at some point and replace them with cashless tolling. And the barrier at Williamsville may just be next up. For us, you know, I've been working on trying to get that toll plaza out of there. It predates me, but uh, I've been working on it for the past six years in Williamsville. Brian Culpa is the supervisor of the town of Amherst and spends some time at the press conference with our Mike Baggerman. This is a huge opportunity for, for Amherst, Cheektowaga. Clarence Lancaster, uh, to have commuter volume and freight be able to travel freely on that stretch of the 90 is going to have immediate impact on Main Street and have an immediate impact on Sheridan Drive. We look at it as this is the technology that can make a Young's Road interchange possible and plausible at some point. All of a sudden, you know, there's a lot on the table for us. Anytime I've had to drive through Main Street in Williamsville, I feel like I've always had to budget an extra five minutes of time just to try to get through the lights, maybe a little bit more sometimes. Uh, Do you have an estimation as to how much the tolls will actually decrease the traffic volume? So we've heard um, 10% initially, and that's kind of a conservative number. Uh, 10%, though, if you think about uh, you know, 44,000 vehicles at Union Road, uh, 40,000 vehicles at, at Forest, 30,000 vehicles in front of Town Hall, or 38,000 vehicles further down the road. And that's a huge number. That's a, that's a big decrease. So, you know, we're going to take the initial 10% um, and then hope that we can push for some more, you know, work to be done. Uh, Young's Road Interchange would cut into that even deeper. Um, so it's it's a start. Um, it's a start of a decrease, but it's not just Maine. It's also Sheridan for us, and, and that's important to note. Drivers, I'm sure, are very for this idea, the idea that you don't have to wait anymore for cashless tolls, but I'm very curious about businesses along Main Street. The idea of 10% less volume means, could that mean 10% less in people coming to their store? So what we've really, you know, we've, we've talked to our, our business communities over the years, the Williamsville Business Association, Amherst Chamber of Commerce, they both supportive of this. The issue becomes what people avoid Main Street or will avoid the business district on Main Street because of, you know, because of that time, you know, increase that they have to budget for. So um, in a, in a wor- world where we can make things more walkable and pedestrian centric, uh, that can help businesses. It can help, especially something that's basically a retail corridor like Maine, a mixed use district. You know, we can have positive impacts on the businesses by making people feel like this is a comfortable place to, to walk and decreasing the sort of intensity of the traffic volume. What exactly is this plan that you have for Young's Road? So we've been talking about doing a young, an interchange at Young's Road at the Main Line 90. Um, frankly, probably not in the cards if we still have to contend with the toll, toll plaza where it is. With the toll plaza moving away and going to the gantries on the on the high speed pass, now we can talk about actually having a second option and, and having a, an interchange at Young's. That would service the airport. It would service um, e, uh, formerly ECC North, now SUNY Erie. Um, it would you know that whole area that um, Ingram Micro, Northrop Grumman, you know the Lawrence Bell Parkway, Windsong Radiology. We've got a lot of businesses 
that aren't quite a transit, um, and we see volume going to those businesses, taking you know Main Street and Worley Drive um, past capacity at times. So the idea that we could put an interchange at Young's Road means that we'd have a lot more of that sort of commuter volume going into and out of those businesses, being able to pick up an immediate throughway exit. Now, the other thing it would do, frankly, is create a, an exit opportunity directly to the airport. So. I know a lot of the throughway, the physical removal of the burial, barrier has nothing to do with the local government, but I am curious, between now and 2020, late 2020, what is the local government going to do just to prepare for this? <laughs> well, for us, I mean, we've, we've been working on Williamsville. We did a uh, picture Main Street plan. We have a streetscape reconfiguration of Main Street coming into play. Um, it was meant to be standalone, but it foresaw or hopefully banked on um, some changes and some implements by the Thruway Authority. Um, those plans will continue. That project's been let um, by the New York State DOT. So that project's all about pedestrian access and creating better pedestrian movement on Main Street. Um, it'll function and feature even better if we have a volume decrease. And the volume decrease because of the toll plaza would be a huge success. For the town of Amherst, you know, this unlocks some opportunity um, in terms of economic development in the southeast corner, where right now the biggest hindrance to economic development has been lack of access um, to, you know, a well-performing traffic network, right? So if we can decrease the sort of pressure on Main Street and decrease the pressure on Worley by keeping some of that volume moving along the thruway, then that corner of Amherst, you know, suddenly can start to transform. Um, and that's, that's a big deal for us. So tolls, yes. Toll booths, no. We're back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.